So, hey, hey, hey there, guys. This is Allison from Allison Answers, trying to make the world a better place, starting from inside our heart, one day at a time, one person at a time, one listen at a time. I hope you guys are um, up for a very fun and kind of weird different show. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is Allison from Allison Answers. We're trying to do something really different today to try to have a little bit of fun because we are all in isolation. And the topic I've been talking about is relationships and how going back home during this kind of coronavirus scare and everything that's happening in our world, how it's impacting every stinking one of us and how it's affecting our families and how it's affecting the way that we're interacting in our families and basically everybody going home, being in the same location, what's going to happen is the dysfunction or the old ways of doing things is going to kick up. Don't be afraid of that. Please don't be afraid of that. I quoted um, my friend Maria Christina who talked about, she said, oh my goodness, I am not as afraid of the coronavirus as I am afraid of the dysfunction that could possibly be going on in my family as we're all in such close quarters. So basically what I'm saying to you guys is we're trying to figure out a way to have, (laughs) to be able to see the stuff and be able to talk about what's happening in your own house and be willing to see what is wrong and the way that you're reacting to those situations, and then to create harmony to fix the things that are off. So now let me tell you some what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something really weird and random. I just texted somebody that, um, uh, I'm not even going to say their name. I just texted somebody and I said, hey, listen, can I just give you a phone call right now? Are you willing to be on my podcast? <laughs> Are you willing to be on my podcast? That girl said yes. So <laughs> you guys ready for this? I'm going to make a quick phone call because we got we to gotta lighten this up. I don't have Ryan in the room because we're social distancing, of course. So basically what's going on, we're trying to be responsible adults. We're trying to stay home. You know, so what I'm trying to do right now, guys, is I'm trying to bring a little fun into this so it's not boring with just me in the room making sound noises or whatever the heck that's called. What is that called? Okay, here we go. You guys ready? I'm going (laughs) to, I don't even, this is really very cold call. So Ryan may like, like edit some of this stuff out of here because I'm calling this girl. I don't even know what she's going to say because I'm, I just texted her just like two minutes ago. All right, here we go. I'm calling her. This should be super funny. She's got, she's a funny girl, so we'll see what happens. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Her first name's Kelly. Hello. Kelly, this is Allison. Yeah. Hi, you Allison. Know- <laughs> Hello. Hey, listen, you are on the podcast right now. now Hello, I ju- podcast. <laughs> listen to this, Kelly. So basically... I just texted you and I let you know that I was going to be calling you and I asked you if I could have your permission. Now, what I have to say before we do any of this is that I'm going to ask you questions. You don't have to answer any of these questions, okay? Because I know this is weird and it's totally, you know, out of nowhere. But I'm probably going to answer all of them anyway. (laughs) That's actually why I decided to call you, Kelly. 
I want you to be yourself because you're damn funny just the way you are. So listen, the questions I'm going to ask you are going to be about how this kind of coronavirus thing is going on and that how everybody's going back into their house, right? Everybody's going back home and everybody's kind of like having to be reacquainted with any form of dysfunction in their home. And what happens is, is that it's kind of like God takes the cover off of kind of what was hidden with our busyness and he kind of reveals to us our own stuff and the stuff that's happening in our house. And what we tend to do is we tend to blame other people, right? Blame our mother, mm-hmm. our father, blah, blah, blah. So what I, let me ask you a couple of things. First of all, I mean, I know how old you are, but I'm going to, this is just for the audience. How old are you? I'm 20 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And clearly you are a girl, girl power, right? Yeah. All right. Every day. (laughs) All right. So listen, I want to ask you about a few different things. One is, what is it like for you? And do you mind revealing stuff on a public podcast? I just want to make sure this is okay again. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I don't want so, anything. Yeah, don't say anything about like your mother or your father that they're going to be pissed off about later and then it's going to be a problem yeah. for me and then other people are going to be like, really? how could you expose that girl and what did you do? You suck. Okay, so <laughs> listen, I don't, <laughs> I really mean it, okay? Use a little discretion. Okay, so th- gotcha. one of the reasons why I also called you is because you're in that age bracket where a lot of people are getting pissed off at people your age because they're out there just swinging it. They're doing whatever the hell they want. Oh, yes. Oh, and they are not mm-hmm. social distancing. No, no, no. They're on spring right. break. They're doing a lot of stuff. So a lot of parents are telling me how pissed off they are at their kids because their kids are not taking it seriously. I kind of think you are, right. but I really don't know. So now, w- is there any crap, you know, you don't have, you don't have to give any details, but are you noticing any of the stuff inside of you getting kicked up while you're home? Like any insecurities, any of the things that would happen, but when you can go out and do your thing, you don't really notice them as much. I mean, a little bit because, I mean, we've talked in our sessions that um, reoccurring habits are kind of coming back up. Some that I was able to distract very easily when I was outside and being able to do my thing and go to work and go to school, but You know, now that I'm alone in my house and alone with my feelings more often, I'm definitely having like some reoccurring bad habits mentally. Yeah, I got it. That makes sense, right? The reason, you know, I Mm -hmm. love having you on is because so many people your age are probably feeling that. Like they had the distractions. So now it's such a great opportunity to work on the stuff that bothers us. So like, what do you mind saying? Like what kind of things come up or like, is it about, you know, self-esteem or anything like that? Um, a little bit self-esteem, but I have to say that I've almost been feeling better about myself being alone. Like I'm not (laughs) unhappy. (laughs) Oh my God. That is just so cool. I, I wasn't expecting to feel that way. Like I wasn't expecting to, you know, look at myself in a more positive light and, you know, feel better about my body and stuff. But I, I just, I do. Like yesterday was a little bit of a slip up. Like I did feel a little insecure about myself, but like most of the time being quarantined, I do like, I think my self-confidence has kind of went up a little bit. What do you think? What do you think is doing that? Yeah. I mean, do you think it has anything Um, to do with not having to be out there and like all of like the pressure to look a certain way, you know, you're, you're a young girl. There's a lot of pressure to have a certain body, to have a certain look. 
Do you do you feel less of that because you're not maybe Definitely. like out there, I don't know, on display in school, maybe having to keep up with the way other people look? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, I think like, you know, being stuck in the house and like what you said, I think it's kind of like a God's will kind of thing. I think it's like supposed to be that for me. It's like, I, I'm sure, I hope, like as soon as this is over, like I'll go out and still feel as, you know, as good as I'm feeling about myself. Yeah. So what do you think is contributing to that? by being home do you think is it because you're spending more time with yourself like what you may not know but do you have an understanding i i think it could be because i'm spending more time with myself i don't usually like to sit around and do nothing like i i don't usually sit in my bed and watch disney movies all day like i'm just i'm always constantly distracting my like self image and my thoughts by you know anything else when i go out but now I'm like actually sitting here with myself and like looking at myself constantly, but it's kind of good. Like I'm not bad. I'm not getting bad repercussions from that. Like it's a good. Do you know. think it has anything to do with, cause I feel like you've done a lot of work to like change your perspective, to change the way you think, to, to, to right. start to say, Hey, you know what? Let me look for what's beautiful in me. Let me, let me not focus on, you know, because we can always find what's wrong because our brain is always looking for, you know, anything that could be a problem. So what do you think that's it? Are you, lo- are you changing the you way? Are, are you thinking differently? Yeah, definitely. Like, cause I, I keep a journal every single time that like I am writing to myself, I've like a thousand percent use more powerful language about myself like I'm using positive words to describe myself and I don't even have to write about myself but like I always end up being like I am powerful and I choose what I just do like I have the reins and my situation and how I feel about myself so I think I just like I'm coming into like an understanding of myself and that's what I think about myself and it's like good but you know what I'm hearing what I'm hearing is that you're totally doing something like you're doing something proactive when you're saying that you're journaling, mm-hmm. you're writing down actively, you're saying I am and you're communicating good things about yourself to yourself. Right. You know, it's like I a mean, self care thing. Yes, ma'am. That's what that is. It's freaking <laughs> self care. Exactly. You're doing the thing yeah. that's going to make hell. Yeah. You're doing the thing that's going <laughs> to make you, you know, that that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to encourage people to do, to do something that's mm-hmm. actually going to make a make a change. When we allow the thoughts that are already running in our mind, which you and I have talked about, to actually determine, you know, that becomes the deciding factor about our value and our worth. If we're looking at our old blueprint that tells us, oh, you're not good enough, and we listen to the thoughts that are popping off of that, those thoughts are going to communicate what is wrong with us, and that's going to become our reality. See, you are mm-hmm. actively, see, wow, look at you. I'm so glad I called you because basically what you're doing is you're actively creating a different reality. Did you know that's what you were doing? Yeah, because we talk <laughs> about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. I didn't know. I, mean, I feel so proud. I feel like you act, like oh. you're actually, I caught you like red handed doing just the best thing for yourself. <laughs> I caught you, I Kelly. Know. I'm so thankful for you. Kelly, you're a queen and a star. Okay. Oh, I love you. <laughs> and I love you, Kelly. So now, I mean, t- 
tell me. Even doing like the little things and like lighting candles and stuff, like and just like sitting here with myself, it's good. It's good. You're changing me for the better, and I'm loving it. But anyway, what do you think? I'm so grateful. That's so wonderful to hear. So, like, I'm trying to think of like. So in your age range, like just girls your age, what do you think is the biggest struggle that girls are having like in their 20s, like um, like dating or do you see any repetitious patterns like with guys? Like, yeah, tell us, go Kelly. I mean, obviously, like it sounds like I'm kind of contradicting myself because there are, even though I am feeling really great about myself, there are days where like, I'm getting sucked in, back into my old patterns and like, you know, maybe wanting to get attention from men that don't need my attention or I don't need to feel, you know, I don't need their attention. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I, I have like this urge and want for like people to pay attention to me when everyone's always just thinking about themselves anyway. And especially in a time like this where everyone's like, so taken aback by like being alone right now it's like it's a weird thing like i I, don't know people are probably jumping back on dating sites and stuff i haven't but like i know plenty of people who are yeah yeah because it's like you know just looking for some some solution something that's gonna help things feel normal again or you know i really 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 um think that's so cool that you're just not doing that that you're you're actually going inward and you're you're making yourself your own best friend if I could get Mm -hmm. like every girl in their 20s to do that we would we would like rock the freaking world do you understand what would be different (laughs) it would be so amazing if we could do that this is another mission I I have so many missions but that mission can you imagine if women in general just started to make a decision to know themselves and to feel better about who they are as people and that they just right. embraced and then they actually communicated that outward without words and like without being defensive, but just like carried that as a woman, like we tell other people how to treat us, treat us, Kelly. I feel like sexism would be like gone at that point. Holy like, shiitake! You know? But think about it. If we could communicate that, if we could start to just say, you know what? I always have me. I always have my best friend with me. That's what I say to myself all the time, Kelly, really honestly about myself. I'm like, when things are really bad and people are like sometimes like, oh my God, I'm all alone. I don't have anybody to talk to. That is not true. It's because you haven't developed your own relationship with yourself that's going to actually be the best person in the world that you can talk to. Cause we're always talking to ourselves anyhow, aren't we? For God's sakes. Right. Right. I mean, don't you talk because, to yourself all day you know, long? I can't. Yeah. I mean, like I've never thought that like I would be okay with being alone and like with my own thoughts, like everyone's obviously not always going to be happy, but like I can say that, I don't know, majority of the time right now I've been, you know, pretty happy with being by myself and <laughs> It's still something I'm working on, like accepting that I can, you know, be my own best friend. But like, it's a good path. Like, I'm really getting there. Like, I I can say that I am my best friend. Oh, my God. Kelly, if you were in front of me, I would give you a virtual hug because we're not allowed to hug anyhow. (laughs) But you know what? Virtual hug. Yeah. So what do you think also give us anything like if you were talking out there to like, let's say the parents, the parents of the people in their 20s. 
Now, I think you're a pretty reasonable chick. So maybe the parents who are not dealing with people who are that reasonable, it's not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. But what would you say? Do you see any struggle in terms of what your parents think and what you think or just in regard to the virus or the whole shenanigans? Um, I think, I mean, I'm on the same page as my parents. Like, as much as I would love to go out and just buy, like, a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee or something, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that because I'm not even, like, I, I took a leave of absence at work because I don't think I should be subjected to, you know, possibly getting a virus or maybe being a transmitter. So I think I'm on the same page, and a lot of my friends are too. Like, if anything, they're going to, like, a park or whatever and trying to social distance but I don't even know if I want to do that like I think there definitely are like I can say my my cousins you know um my cousins which ones I'm referring to um I know they're going out and about not practicing it which I we don't condone and like I don't think that's safe at all and they live with my grandpa too so that's not good but um oh I got it yeah a lot of people, I, I know a lot of people who are practicing it though. Like I could say the majority of people that I know are actually doing that. What would you so, say to like, what would you say to parents right now whose kids are not practicing it? I mean, I, I have so many parents who are saying to me, oh my God, like I, you know, they're like screaming at their kids they're freaking out. I'm talking about kids like in their twenties or whatever. These are adults, right? So they're so mad mm-hmm. that their kids aren't listening. So like, what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, you happen to be somebody who is in this age range and you are, you know, practicing, you know, distancing. So what would you say to the, the parents? Um, I guess I would just say maybe, I don't know their, like, family situation, but I would urge them to try and, like, connect with their kids and, like, I don't know, do, like, family game night cook together maybe go outside in the backyard or something go on a walk but um i mean i can't suppose the kids suppose the kids like suppose the kids like oh mom are you kidding me this you're so paranoid i'm i'm fine don't worry everything's gonna be all right it's just a conspiracy (laughs) <laughs> I mean, well, what would you say, I Kelly? Don't want to condone. I don't want to condone violence, but <laughs> I don't think these kids should be doing that. And I might have to go on the streets and you know handle it myself. Well, but, Kelly, um, listen. I just want to say that just I'm putting a little disclaimer in there. Hashtag disclaimer. That's not my advice. So basically, oh no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm just definitely kidding. Not. Basically. <laughs> Listen, I I don't think that should be, they should not be doing that. Obviously, that's what I think, but. No, I hear you. I I don't. But parents don't know what to do because listen, this is what I've been telling the parents and this is what I want to get there out even to different family members is that when you have um, an adult, not adult, like young adult uh, kid who lives in your house, like Kelly, and basically they're not Mm -hmm. practicing social distancing and you're really concerned about it and you want to scream at them and you want to tell them not to do it. What I've been telling people is that you want to also be able to practice um, the same thing that you'd be practicing with with issues of codependency. Like like we Mm -hmm. really literally... Yeah, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) So basically (laughs) it is about... It's about distancing... 
see, we're talking about social distancing. Suppose your kid was also going out and drinking and let's pretend that it's not about social distancing. Let's say they're going out drinking and they're going drinking and driving, right? Yeah, you want to stop them because they could kill somebody. However, there comes mm-hmm. a point where, and, and I do think we should stop people who are drinking and driving, obviously, but there comes a point that you tell somebody what you think, what you believe, you um, tell them how you feel about it, and then when you just keep repeating yourself, now you're in, in the lane of control. Now I'm trying to control you. And it doesn't, the thing is, is that actually if it worked when you told them the fifth, sixth, seventh time, okay, maybe have at it. But it's not going to work because if you keep telling somebody the same thing, what ends up happening, now they're in a position of, um, of being on the opposing side of you. So now they have to prove to you that you're wrong. And, you know, what I suggest oh, to people, yeah. yeah, right. So I I suggest to people, hey, you know, like, how about when somebody is, um, you you want to get a message across to them and they're, they really can't hear you. I always tell parents, don't, do not, no, no matter what you do, do not tell your kid something that you want them to tell themselves. Because, Basically, what you're really wanting is you're wanting your young adult um, child to be able to say to themselves, wow, this is, let me choose the right path to go. But if we keep telling them, no, 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 do this, do this. Like if your mom, like think about it, Kelly, if your mom just kept pushing, you're different because you're so special. But if you were like your mom kept pushing you in one arena, like she kept saying, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Because these are the reasons mm-hmm. why. And, and you didn't decide it yourself. What do you think? And, you know, I do want you to g- give an honest answer. If you think, you know, whatever it is, like, do you feel like you would become more resistant to what she's saying? Or do you think you would listen? Because oh, you, absolutely. 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 What? Like, what would you do? I, I think it's like the same situation where, um, you know, there's dishes in the sink and you're already going to, you know, wash the dishes. But as soon as someone's like, you need to do that, you're not going to want to do it. Like as soon as someone's commanding you to do something, it's like you don't want to do it anymore because it's not like your original, like, I, I don't know how to explain that. But, no, you are explaining I mean, I've been it. In that situation, I've been in that situation where obviously it didn't have to do with social distancing. I know, I can't say it either. Distancing. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so it's not um, the same. So what happens? Um. Oh, you know, when I was dealing with um, seeing a boy that I probably shouldn't have been seeing. Okay. And as soon as she's saying, you shouldn't be doing it, you shouldn't be doing it, I knew I had a little bit of, um, what do you call it? Um, like you knew know, you, you knew you shouldn't be seeing um, him? Like, do you mean that? Or? But it's like. Right, but as soon as like they're like, oh well, don't do it. As soon as someone else tells me not to do it, even though I'm, good, I want to continue doing it because it felt good to see them. I immediately was being like resilient and trying to prove her wrong, and you know, got a whole big mess. No, I so totally it's get somewhere it. Somewhere in that sense, it's something that you have to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really know, you know, how people are going to learn social distancing on their own. Well, I mean, they may, they may get, they may get sick. They may get sick. Right. Right. But you know, there's a whole other thing into that. I just want to speak to one thing you just said, because you just said like, 
maybe in the back of my mind, these aren't your words, but you said like maybe somewhere I knew somewhere that I wasn't supposed to be seeing this guy. But then Mm -hmm. my mom says, you can't be seeing that guy. Now, you think about what happens internally immediately. Now you're on the opposing side. You see, like now, now, now the voice that was already in your head, like a, like a distant whisper, the thing that you knew now that got silenced because you needed Mm -hmm. to tell yourself that story. You needed to say, you know, Kelly, Hey, listen, you can't really be seeing this guy. And then maybe you would have seen him four more times and felt four more pains and felt four more heartaches. But at the end Mm -hmm. of that, you would have said, Oh my God, I am not seeing this guy again. And then who knows, maybe like a month would have passed and you would have saw him again. And then you'd be like, Oh, I remember I shouldn't have seen him. You know what I'm saying? But, exactly. but if your mom was going, don't, 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 you see, we forget it. Cause I'm a mom. I know because we love our kids and we don't want them to feel the pain, but stop it. Mothers. Stop mm-hmm. it. Correct. You have to be willing and supportive the whole time and let someone figure it out this stuff. It's the same thing when it feels with friends too because, you know, you could tell your friends this, that, and the other thing. But if it was you in that situation, you might not, you know, be so willing to listen to their advice and them telling you not to do something like being on the opposing side, like you said. You know so, what else, Kelly? I just want to say this is interesting because what you were talking about, like, um, oh my God, what did I say? You were talking about, like, um, if your mom, like, when your mom said to you those, like, not to do the thing, right? Do mm-hmm. you remember, do, do you remember what happened inside of you? Oh, my God. It was like a, a flame was ignited. I was so angry. I was raging. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to prove to her more, like, no, this man is it. He is who I need to be with, but he should not have been. But, like, <laughs> I, I wanted to prove to her everything that you know went against what she was saying i'm telling you that's it this is a thing that i just told um a bunch of women on a a virtual group i was doing because you know a lot of them were struggling with this with their kids going out and doing Mm -hmm. the thing so i said listen when you don't tell your kids something that you want them to tell themselves see i couldn't even have made this any better Kelly, if I planned it, because I can't believe we just ended up talking about guys and that you already knew in your heart. It's just so cool. So it's the idea. <laughs> Don't tell the kids something you want them to tell themselves. So Kelly needed to tell herself about the guy. So now what I say to people, if you want to initiate that in a relationship with your with your kid who's an adult, you could just say, hey, you know, I was just wondering, oh, so you're going to go see that guy or, oh, so you're going to go to, you're going to go, <laughs> you're going to go to freaking Walgreens and where they, <laughs> where, where people are very sick all the time getting prescriptions, but you're not going to wear gloves or a mask and you're still going to go anyhow, whatever. Okay. So now this would be the question. Hey, Kelly. So, oh yeah, you're going to go see, um, blah, blah, blah. And you say, yeah. You say, oh, you know, do you like him? So how is it? How is that going for you? What, what do you, what mm-hmm. do you think of him now? You know, Oh, do you, do you think this is a, you know, he's, um, he's, it's going to work out well with you guys. Now you see what happens, That's like the perfect way. but do you see what happens now? I'm asking the question, but not with sarcasm. Like if I said, so Kelly, oh, how well is that going to work out? Everything is tone, right, right, guys. Right. Please guys don't just like copy what I'm saying and then freaking go ask your kid like that. Cause that's just co- totally exactly the opposite it needs to come from the heart 
Yeah. Like you're really saying, hey, you know, what do you think of it? So if you said, hey, you know, mom, I think that he's a really uh, great guy, but you know, I have some, I have some reservations about him, but you know, so, and so if the mom said, Hey, you know what? All right. Just, you know, that's, um, you know, I, I believe in you. I know that you're going to see what's good and you'll be also be able to see what's not working. And what would happen? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, it would just be a whole new world. It would be, you know, that would leave so much more opportunity for the, that person or myself in this situation to figure it out. And, you know, maybe the um, interactions with that person would have ended sooner. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm, I'm thinking also is that in that interaction with your mom or whoever we're talking about, can you imagine how much closer you'd feel? Oh, 100%. Because that was such a hard time. Like, I have to say, like, obviously it helped me learn how um, bonds are and, like, trust and everything works. And I have a whole new perspective on things with my mother in that aspect and obviously I you know all it is is about being truthful now um but it was really hard like we didn't have a really good relationship that whole I don't know however long it was maybe a year do you think a lot of it do you think a lot of it was because of um her being afraid for you and then communicating that and trying to tell you what to do yeah because I obviously, she wasn't doing it to be mean. I no, think I know that. Obviously, really, she cares about me and she loves me and she wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to be getting hurt in the end of this. And she didn't really know the guy well either. So it's just like a whole matter of fear. Like the whole thing is based off of fear. But, you know, yeah, it, I mean, wasn't, it wasn't a good time for us. No, if you think about it, and then I got to run because I actually have a client. I'm actually late, but listen, <laughs> I wa- but I wanted to do this podcast. So listen, I have a quick question in regard to that, and just like honestly, from your perspective, do you think that that bad relationship would have ended sooner if she, you know, took the other approach? Yeah, a thousand percent. I I genuinely do think that. Isn't that so weird? It's so mm-hmm. weird. Like it's the, it's the, it's the direct opposite. Parents are trying to help their kids cause they're so afraid and they're trying to communicate this thing. And what ends up happening is, and they're trying to protect them. And in doing so they're keeping them in the same role where it actually solidifies them being in the role they're in. So listen, I got to run. Mm-hmm. I love you. I appreciate so much that you just like did this kind of like too, impromptu thing. It was like really weird, but I'm just checking it out. I'm seeing if it even works on these podcasts, but thank you so yeah, much, I mean, Kelly. I love it. Of course. I love it. And I'm going to go now, uh, people out there listening too, because I have to go to a session. Have a beautiful <laughs> day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, Kelly. Bye. Bye, hon. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Wasn't Kelly sweet? I just really want to thank you for um, being here, and I'll see you next time.